you, Lord God. Lord, that there is a house of God that's open, Lord, that we're able to come in and worship you once again, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. Father, we love you. We love you because you first loved us, Lord God. Lord, we love you. We can never replace you for all that you've done for us, Lord. Lord, but we thank you, Lord God. We offer up, Lord God, our praises this morning to you. And we offer up, Lord God, our worship you this morning, almighty God, Lord. God, thank you, Lord, that you are alive. You are living, God, Lord. You're not dead, almighty God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, once again, Lord God. Breathe, Holy Spirit. Breathe upon the service this morning. Breathe upon the hearts of your people this morning, God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. And the people of God shouted and said, Amen. Amen. Let's stand on our feet. The woman of God has declared this is the day that the Lord has made. So you, if you're rejoiceful, can you make some noise for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords Jesus? We thank you for joining in with us this morning. And we thank you for streaming with us. And go ahead and click that like button, that share button, and also subscribe. If you happen to be here, you need to put your hands together like this. Yep. How many God chasers do we have in the house? Make some noise.
will forever be chasing after you because we know that where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. We just ask you to break out in this place, Lord. Fill this place, Lord, with your presence, with your spirit, oh God.
Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, let your glory come down this morning. Hallelujah. How do you feel the spirit of the Lord this morning? Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, on behalf of the deacon ministry, I understand why my chairman, he must have been. But anyway, the pastor's not here, but we're going to honor him as from coming from the deacon ministry. Um, there was a time when we were in the old building, pastor had first come, and he used to say, deacons, y'all in charge of keeping the fire down. Yeah, you know, if, if anything rise up, you all keep it down. It's your job to quench it. Don't be a starter. Any, how many deacons in the, in the audience right now? Okay, come on, look here, deacons. Because I don't need to see. I've been up here once for the choir. Come on up, deacons, and and I, I see I see the pastor's on his way in right now. So I'm asking the deacons that's in the audience just step up right now. Hallelujah! It's gonna work out. You know, you know. I, I, I sometimes over the years I said when we were in the old church. You know, I, I remember he used to charge us for things, but he used to charge. I'd have to come in and look up. Look up. Let the light so shine. <laughs> if they not shining, he look at the deacon and he look not only at deacons, but deacon. <laughs> so it made us, when we come in, I, it made me for sure. Look up. Because if it was a light out, and you know, he always preaches the one thing, excellent. 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 So when people come in, they don't need to see burnout lights. God has been so good to us over the years. I'm going to say this and I'll be through. I don't know if you all ever pay attention. I walk in now and I always look up. I, I got a habit now because he made me do it. I, I look up. And I'm going to tell you this. It's been seven years. I've been looking up. I hadn't had to change a bulb in seven years. Seven years. These bulbs you see up there burning now have been, have been burning for seven years. Seven is a year of what? Jesus. Jesus. Woo. And this is the 20, which is, thank you. But we're going to say this is not a complete season. Anybody else have something? Look, I know y'all may have. I we just want to thank God for the past 25 years of service to the community and to the uh, city of Alexandria and Central Louisiana as a whole. And we hope to have him around another 25 more years. Good morning, Zion Hill. It's such a blessing to be here once again. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I really appreciate this church. I really appreciate the members. Very supportive. I appreciate my pastor and his family. And we have tried over the years to make everyone comfortable as deacons and also satisfy our pastor. And we have listened to his words of wisdom and guided, guided us in the right direction that we needed to go. But I want 
to say thank you to Pastor for 25 years and his family. Thank you to the church family for supporting your pastor. Good morning, everyone. I want to say that not only has Pastor been a spiritual father, but he has been a leader to the community. Sometimes he mentioned that he's an apostle to this region. Take him serious when he say that. This community, community has grown and is better off with him being here for 25 years. Good morning, good morning, Zion Hill. Pastor Darrell, if you think we dress this way to make you feel bad, feel hurt, whatever, yes, we did. <laughs> Thank you for your 25 years of being conservative with us. We love you. We appreciate everything you've done for us from the Deacon Board. And uh, thank you for the Popeye chicken, too, on Friday night. <laughs> but that's all. Well, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget June 4th, 5th, and uh, 6th, Pastor's anniversary. Thank you. Somebody say, who that? somebody say it's testimony time look at somebody behind you and say it's testimony time and listen I don't want you to testify with your mouth but I want you to testify with a dance can anybody look back over your life and look back and see how you could have been dead you should have been dead and all that type of stuff but God brought you from danger seen and unseen can anybody testify tell somebody it's testimony time and I don't mind praising God with a dance this morning if that's you can you stand on your feet and give God some praise? Clap your hands like this. Come on. So it says, God is great and greatly to be praised. Glory to his holy name. God is great and greatly to be praised. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Help me sing it. God is
for being in the house of God this morning. We are so glad to see all of our pastors here. Uh, Pastor Greg Tenney, amen. Pastor Benny Edison, what a blessing. 
Amen. This is a good day to be blessed. Please permit me to remind all of us to keep in mind all of our servicemen who have paid serious price for our freedom and for the safety and protection of this great nation. So the Bible said there's no greater love than for a man or a woman to lay down their lives. And so there are some people who God has used to protect our freedom. So remember them, salute them, pray for them, and please never, never forget. Even God don't want you to forget him for what he's done. So, and thank God for those of you who served. Amen. Amen. Yes, indeed. It's a blessing. I get tickled when I see people running their mouth, but they've never served. So, we are grateful for all of our members who served this nation in various forms or the other. We are thankful, thankful, thankful. We have so much to be grateful for as a nation. And it's all because of you all. Amen, somebody. Come on, let's thank God for that. It's a blessing to be, to be in a free world. Amen. Please permit me to remind you that our vacation Bible school is coming in the month of July. So mark your calendar, make yourself available. Uh, our governor said it's okay to gather. Uh, help yourself, let's have a good time in the Lord. And it's summertime for our young people. Let's bring them out, just locking kids up in the house and watching TV all day is not good for them. In fact, it's not good for adults. <laughs> I tried it. I'm telling you, it's not good. So let's come out and fellowship and study the Word of God and, and just have a good time. A lot of good things is planned for this year's Vacation Bible School. Amen. Please, those of you uh, volunteers, uh, please let us know that you are available to serve this year. And also, those of you are parents, uh, right there as you go out today in the lobby, please register your children. Uh, the reason why we ask you to register is so we can take an inventory of how much preparation we need to make. So if we're going to feed a group of people, it's good to know the number, isn't it? So please register your children in the lobby. Um, all right? All minds clear? We thank you all of our guests. I saw a sister all the way from Texas. Where are you? I 
saw her trying outside this morning. Amen. We are grateful. Thank you so much for being here. And you look wonderful. We are grateful, grateful. This is not our first time of being here. So it's good to see her again in the house of the Lord. Please don't forget the pastor's club. We are trying to raise some funds just to bless our young people. We are determined to build. And by the way, we already set the date to build. Amen. So we got contractor, we got engineer. The plant's already drawn up. We already pay for it. So all they're waiting for now is for us to pull the trigger. And the goal is to get a, a place like a Chuck E. Cheese building where young people can come all over central Louisiana and get out of the street and now go to jail. And so that's our bait, that's our hook. And then we put them in a positive environment and then we can minister to them. So that's the game plan. Uh, if you want to help us to achieve that, uh, the pastor put up a club that you can be a part of, $1,000. Amen. That's the goal, members. If you want to be a silver member, that's $500. Amen. And if you don't have that much, you want to be wood, that's $100. Amen. And if you, if you just want to be clay, so we have room for everybody. That's $50. And I'm grateful to those of you. I'm checking the record and looking at your name and praying that God will bless you and increase you. Amen. It's good to give. I said it's good to give. Amen. Amen. Giving is receiving. If you, ever, if you ever figure that out, your life will never be the same again. In fact, some of us who have given, I'm praying God will enable me to give even more. I'm not going to stop at 1,000. Just keep giving. Because I know when we all are gone to heaven, our work will still be speaking for us. For every soul that is saved, for every child that is saved from trouble is to your credit in heaven. Isn't that something? Amen. Is that Deacon Gibson? I thought I heard that voice. Amen. You must have come to Deacon Day. <laughs> we welcome you, man of God. This is truly a, a good homecoming to see. If I knew you were in, in the house, I would not have banned those jerseys. But, but that was a direct <laughs> But we love Deacon Waller and Deacon Perkins. All minds clear? 
Let's stand up for the reading of the Word of God. We are so grateful to all of you. Open your Bible to the book of Psalms 100. Very familiar scripture. I've been, I've been teaching a series and we want to conclude that series today by the grace of God. Psalms 100, verse number 4. If you find it, say amen. amen. The Bible says, enter his gates, how? With thanksgiving. Enter his court, how? With praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful for the word of God. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this house. Do what no other man can do. Save us from our own sin. Heal our body. Touch us, O oh God, in a very special way. Glorify yourself in this place. Lord, we ask for more of you and less of us. Use me, O oh God, to be a channel of blessing to somebody. Have your way in this house. We'll be careful to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It is in Jesus' name we pray. And the church say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. For those of you who are visiting us for the first time, I've been preaching a series of lessons on how to get things done in the body of Christ. We just don't want you to know that Jesus saves. We want you to know how to be saved. We just don't want you to know that Jesus, God, filled people with his Holy Spirit. We want you to know how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to conclude that series today so we can move into some other things. In the past, we have talked about how to be healed. How do you obtain your healing? We talked about how to pray. It's not enough to know God answers prayer. You need to know how to pray. We even talk about how to be a godly mother. Because it was Mother's Day that day. Then we talked about how to be restored. We believe in God that this year will be a year of restoration. But how do you get restored? Then we talked about how to apply the blood of Jesus. So we know the blood still works. We know there is power in the blood. But how do you apply it to your situation? That's what we have been discussing. And today we're going to conclude the series by talking about how to praise God. How to praise the Lord. 
Why are we talking about praise? Because, ladies and gentlemen, just like we often say, that prayer changes things. Believe it or not, praise changes things. Whatever you need is really in your praise. You show me your praise. I'll show you how blessed you really are. Your healing is in your praise. Your deliverance is in your praise. Believe it or not, your miracles is in your praise. If I ask how many of us are believing God for a miracle, I'm sure just about every hand will go up. But your miracle is in your praise. Your blessing is in your praise. So let me start out by saying, don't praise God just because you enjoy music. You will get nothing. So your purpose, your motive must be right. I can tell how great your God is by how great your praise is. When you see a believer that don't know how to praise God, that don't learn how to praise God, they are typically weak Christians. So praise is important. Every time you praise, there's a vibration because you're making sound, all right? And even non-Christians know, even scientists understood that every time you make sound, there's a vibration of the whole planet. They call that the law of quantum. So even if science understands that your praise is important, wouldn't it be sad if you as a Christian don't know the value of your praise? Ladies and gentlemen, some of you are here myself included, we need something to change in our lives. Ain't no shame in my game. Maybe it's on your job. Maybe it's your health situation. Maybe it's your finance. What I'm suggesting to you is that your praise can change things in your life. Are you listening to me? Your praise can make things happen in your life. How can you say that? Have you ever thought about why is it that whenever Israel is going to war, they they don't put the tanks in the front? Here in America, when we go to war, most likely we send the Marines first. But in Israel... They send Judah first. They send the choir. The choir stay in the front. Could it be they know something? So this matter of praise is not something to be taken lightly. 
You can literally pray your way out of trouble. Are you listening to me? Literally. You can press your way out of debt. Been there. You can press your way out of sickness. God forbid, but if you find yourself in the hospital, put the praises of God in your mouth. Are you still here? So today my assignment is to show you and me and remind all of us, how do you praise God? If praise is that important, brother pastor, how do you do it? Now, the Hebrew language have different types of praise. Because our language in English is limited, we only use one word to describe praise. But in foreign languages, it's just like in my, in my family now, uh, in our language, there's the word joy. That's our middle name. But everybody's joy is different. You all just call us joy. But when we go to Africa, no, they don't just say joy. So my own name is different from Elizabeth, my wife. And we are both joy. So mine is Ayodeji. My joy is double. Hers is Ayokono. My heart is full of joy. And every child is called joy, but totally different joy. The same thing. So English language is so limited. So they use one word to generalize. So when it comes to this thing called praise, the Hebrews, people in Israel have different words to describe different types of praise. I'll give you another example. In Greek, the word love is so different. Here in America, we just say, I love you. But when somebody tells you, I love you, what does that really mean? So the Greek break it down. Are you talking about agape love? Are you talking about filial love? Are you talking about eros kind of love? That's why the Bible says, in all of your getting, get understanding. That's what we're trying to do today. In the Hebrew language, they have different words to describe different types of praise. For example, the word toda means the kind of praise where you just give thanks unto God. The word yada means the kind of praise where you're just lifting up your hands towards heaven. Totally different kind of praise. The word barak means the kind of praise where you kneel down before God. You bow down. You'll be amazed. Some of you have been a member since 1902. But you've never bowed down before God. Because 
we use one word to generalize. So we miss a blessing because there are blessings attached to different kinds of praise. There's the word Shabbat, which means you shout. But you'll be amazed how many people come to church looking cute. They've never shouted. Until they get to a football game. There's the word tehila, which means singing. But the devil has blinded us to think the choir is to sing. The worship team is to sing, and we just watch the show. And guess as a result, we miss a blessing. Ladies and gentlemen, there's the word hallel. Hallel means hallelujah. We call that crazy praise. In fact, it's the highest kind of praise. But you ask yourself, when was the last time you, that you act silly before God? That you've gone crazy before God? You'll be surprised. Many people never did it. In fact, when you see somebody acting like that, you say, oh, he's just putting on a show because you are ignorant of the word of God. So today my assignment is to teach not only those of you here, there are hundreds and thousands of people watching this teaching. Some in this country, some outside this country, we need to learn how to praise God. So we're going to take it one by one, and I will explain each of them, and I will show you examples in the Word of God, and if time permits, my, my goal is for us to demonstrate this thing. The Lord is telling me, no, calm down, just teach the Word. If it's left to me, I just want us to be shouting all day. So let's start with the first one. The word is toda, which means the kind of praise where you simply thank God. Let me point out there are two ways you can thank God. How many ways? Number one, your thank, thanking God could be in the form of gratitude for what he's done for you. Most church folks, that's all they know. But there is another kind of thanksgiving where you thank God in advance. That is grossly missing in the church house. And as a result, our miracles, our blessings are limited. Look at the book of Mark, chapter 11, verse 24. Very familiar. It says, whatsoever you desire when you pray, it says, believe you have it and you will have it. Did you notice that? Take note. Believe you have received. That's past tense. When you have received something. And then it says, and then you will have it. That's future tense. It lets you know up front 
that there is a kind of praise where you have to praise God in advance before you get the miracle. It means you got to believe that you have it, that you got it in order to get it. Many Christians are sucking their tongue and crying and boogling because they simply don't know how to praise God. You have to purpose it in your heart. Let's say you believe in God for a godly husband. And right now your phone is not ringing. Don't look at nobody now. This, I'm just, see, I want to shout today the Lord say, just teach the word. Just teach. Let me do the rest. So you don't wait until Brother Baba showed up. You ask God for it, and you begin to thank God for it. Praising God in advance is very critical for your living. In fact, I call that prophetic praise. Whatever you're believing God for, you begin to thank God for it. You come to the house of God, I mean, even when the music is over, you're still dancing. You're still shouting. Yes, somebody's somebody going to look at you funny. Yes, somebody's going to roll their eyes. But nobody knows like you know what the Lord has done for you. Somebody shout hallelujah. Is there anybody here? Who wants to praise God for your tomorrow? That's what I'm talking about. You cannot just be limited by what's going on today. Where do you see yourself in, in five years? Where do you see yourself in the next ten years? Where you don't wait. You got to see before you see. You got to see before you have it. You got to receive it, sir. Whatsoever you desire, believe you have it. And you will have it. Are you still here? Tell somebody I got it. Please take note. There's a huge difference between thanking God in the form of gratitude and thanking God in advance for your blessing. We got the gratitude part. Some of us just have a bad habit of taking God for granted. But what is often missing is this idea of praising God in advance. So if you thank God after he does something for you, that's basically a form of gratitude. But if you thank God before he does something for you, that's thanking God in advance. That's prophetic praise. Is there anybody here need a miracle? Then you're the one I'm talking to. You got to learn to praise God in advance. Maybe you need a miracle on your job. Maybe you need a miracle in your finance. Maybe you need a miracle in your relationship. Maybe you need a miracle even in your marriage. 
Instead of just whining and mourning and murmuring what you need to do, put on a garment of praise. Tell God, I'm going to praise you until I see my change. Are you still here? Ladies and gentlemen, the, another problem that we have is that we, because we don't know how to pray, we are doing what the Bible calls vain repetition. The way you praise God, first, you got to know what you need, you know. And please, if I ask you on the hallway, what's going on? What do you need from God? Don't tell me. I don't know. I'm a slap. I'm, I'm a privilege. <laughs> Jesus, my bad. <laughs> you got to know what you need. Amen, somebody. And then you got to know what God promised concerning your need. And then you ask God for it. The Bible says you receive now because you never ask. And once you ask God for it, you don't come back and be asking God again, please give me, please give me. No, you told him two weeks ago. So now that you have asked him, guess what you need to start to do? You, you just put on your, your praise. Folks will see you dancing and shouting. They don't know what you're shouting about. But if they know what you're shouting about, they'll be shouting too. Abraham was a good example of what I'm talking about. He asked God, Lord, I need a child. Am I still in the book? And God promised him a child. But it took 25 years before he got the child. Guess what he was doing for that 25 years? He got up every day. The Bible says he did not stagger through unbelief. He was strong in faith, giving Glory. You see, praise, giving glory. He has no child yet, but he's giving glory. He wake up every day, Lord, I thank you for my baby. Lord, I thank you for my child. Trying to help somebody. Psalms 100 verse 4 says, enter his gate. With what kind of praise? Thanksgiving. That's what we're talking about today. That first kind of praise, Thanksgiving. God loves it. You come before his presence with Thanksgiving. Many people are still defeated. Because they just don't know there is a type of praise that will open up the heavens. It's called Toda. Somebody ought to learn to Toda God. Every day. Every day. God is my witness. Every day I Toda God. Every day. Somebody just asked me, my, my own president, my colleague, 
How do he said the average length of a pastor in a church is about six years? How do you make it? For 25 years, I just told you for God's sake. I wake up every day, Lord, I thank you. I just don't thank him for what he's done. I thank him for what he's doing right now. I thank him for what he's about to do. Every day I told our God, I just told you we're about to build a $3 million edifice like Chuck E. Cheese for young people to keep them out of jail, to keep them off the street. I haven't seen the house yet, but I'm thanking God for it. Lord, I thank you. You got to learn to toad that God. Amen. And the reason why many people cannot thank him in, in advance because you have not even learned to thank him for what he's already done. I don't know about you. I don't like ungrateful people. You wake up. I was telling my wife the other day, I mean, people begin to send us uh, money from, from the community, you know. So I say, baby, do me a favor. Money, you keep. But I want to know the name of everybody that give me something. So I can say thank you. You gotta be, you gotta be thankful. Thank him that he woke you up this morning. Thank him that he put food on you. Do I have a witness in the house? Is there anybody here you don't have something to thank God for? Thank him he put roof over your head. Thank you. Thank him because you are still in the land of the living. Thank you for your car. Thank him for your house. Thank him for your children. Just thank him. I don't know about you, I thank God for my health. Just to be able to get up in the morning and put my own pants on. One leg at a time. I don't need nobody. Hey! You got to talk that God. Hallelujah, somebody. I thank him that I have eyes to see. I thank him that I have legs to walk. I thank him that I have hands. I can make a living. I thank him that, hey, is there anybody here? I know God is worthy of our praise. One day I came to church. True story. Yes, it is all right to shout. You got something to thank God for. I came to church one day, and, and, I, and I, I just came to worship. And, and Sister Gail and the rest of the guy, they start singing. And Terrence said, Lord, I want to say thank you. And tears begin to run in my face. How did I make it for 25 years? I tell you, Thanksgiving, every day, 
I don't know nobody here. I'm not from this neighborhood. Except the Lord build the house. Everyone that labor, labors in vain. Are you all still here this morning? Number two kind of praise is called yada. But before I tell you about yada, please, now you are accountable for what you know. Days of ignorance are over. You can no longer go 24 hours without saying thank you. Whether you thank him just to be grateful, or whether you thank him in advance, that's your business. But if I were you, I'd do both. Amen. Amen. You remember the ten lepers? That's right, Reverend. Ten of them were healed. Am I still in the book? But only one. I'm beginning to think those lepers must be black folks. Only one came back. Yes, I said it. Somebody needs to tell the truth. Only one out of ten. And it concerned God to the point that Jesus answered, I dare not ten people heal. I am looking at plenty of you that God has been good to. Am I telling the truth? This house ought to be a house of praise. The worship team never have to labor if you understand that God has been good to you. You ought to come in and enter his gate with thanksgiving. You ought to be the loudest in the house. Number two, you got to yada God. What does it mean to yada God? Ladies and gentlemen, it just means lifting up your holy hands. I call it hands up praise. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the things that I had to struggle with in my early years of pastoring is getting people to lift their hands. Thank God the church is delivered from that. It's not the fault of the church, but the denomination that we belong. They just don't do stuff like that. But the Bible says, render your heart, not your garment. Are you still here? When you get a chance, read Exodus chapter 17, verse 11 and verse 12. You remember the story. Israel was in battle. And the Bible says Moses went on top of the mountain. With his hand lifted. And the Bible says as long as his hand is lifted. They were winning. Is there anybody here you want to win? I don't want you to watch people winning. You need to be a winner yourself. How do you do? Look at my pastor. By the way, young man, you are the one that God used to teach us. 
Ain't no shame in my game. This thing is so critical. You can say I'm, I'm Baptist, I'm Methodist. God don't. Trying to look for a nice word. When, when, when the enemy is trying to clean you out, when the enemy is trying to wipe you out, I come. You know the songwriter say, with my hands lifted up and my mouth filled with praise, with a heart of thanksgiving, I will bless thee, O Lord. People have to come to Zion here and say, what's wrong with these people? Why everybody raising their hand? The Bible says as long as Moses' hand was lifted, he stayed undefeated. People had an understanding to the point that Aaron, when Moses' hand was getting tired, Aaron and her came <laughs> and helped him. You know how you know I would sing the song, help me lift him up. Help me lift him up higher, higher. You ever seen church folks trying to praise God? They do like this. And then in two minutes. But then you can go to morning and rock all night. Hey, don't turn me up. God is trying to bless you. He's trying to heal you. He's trying to make a way for you. All you need to do, enter his gates with thanksgiving. I don't know about you. It's time to develop an atmosphere of lifting hands. I'll be honest with you. I don't even wait until I get to church. Sometimes in my office, they think I'm exercising. They, you know, <laughs> my secretary will walk in and say, Dr. Dara, are you all right? And I'm here with my hands lifted up. He said, Dr. Dara, that's what we do when we, when we see police. I said, you see how the devil had corrupted this world. No disrespect to the police. No police saved my soul. No police paid the price on the cross. No police can heal my body. Number three, for the sake of time. Somebody shout Barak. Say like you mean Barak. That's a type of praise where you kneel before God. Where you bow down before God. Where you prostrate before God. Psalms 95 verse 6 put it this way. Oh come, let us worship and bow down before our maker. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Why is God asking us to bow down? Why is God asking us to kneel? It's a form of humility. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
I wish I have time to really break this down. In 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 42, that's what you see Elijah doing. The Bible says Elijah, or Mankama, he bowed his head. He put his, his face in between his knees. That was not to put on a show. He's trying to cause fire. And there are many churches, there's no fire in the house. No fire in the pulpit. No fire in the choir stand. Because nobody has learned to barack God. Everybody come into the house of God with their chest up. Full of themselves. Pastor James, James chapter 4, verse 6 says, God resists the proud. God exalts the humble. I hope one day when my assignment is done here on earth, somebody will be able to say, There is a preacher full of humility. Got to learn to bow. Got to learn to prostrate. I learned that as an African boy. You don't go before a king. Puffed up. You get on your knees. You prostrate. All women get on their knees. All men prostrate before the king. And that's just a man with flesh and blood. How much more? The maker of heaven and earth. How much more? The king of kings, the lord of lords. I'm trying to help somebody. Let's, let's talk about another kind of praise. Number four. Somebody shout Shabbat. Say it like you mean it, Shabbat. It simply means shout. I don't like a church that is quiet. That's a church that's too cold. I hear the Lord say, I'll spit you out of my mouth. You cannot be cold. You cannot be lukewarm. You ought to get on fire for the Lord. You remember in Luke chapter 19, verse 39 and verse 40, Jesus was making a triumphant entry into Jerusalem. Isn't it a shame that he took some little kids? Little kids. They were the ones shouting, Hosanna! Hosanna! Where were the grown-ups? Where were the adults? Full of themselves. I'm a lawyer. We go to court. When the, when the judge enters, everybody get up. If we will honor a human being in black dress, how much more? This place ought to be full of shout. I said this place ought to be full of shout. 
I don't know about you. I've got something to shout about. God has been good to me. I've got something to shout about. They told Jesus. They said, these people are too loud. Tell these little kids to shut up. But Jesus said, hey, let me help somebody. If these little ones should hold their peace, he said even the rock will cry out. I don't know about you. I don't want no rock to cry out for me. I'm the one that Jesus redeemed. I'm the one that he saved. I'm the one that he healed. I'm the one that he made away. I'm the one that he turned from nothing to somebody. Open your mouth, shout hallelujah. Come on, open your mouth, shout hallelujah. Somebody ought to say, oh, my mule, I feel like shouting right now. Shout hallelujah. Oh, that, that shout is still under construction. Open your mouth, shout hallelujah. If you ain't got nothing to shout about, shout for me. Shout for my children. Shout for my ministry. Open your mouth, shout hallelujah. Open your mouth, shout hallelujah. The Bible said, let the redeemed of the Lord say something. Shout your way to blessing. Shout your way to miracle. Shout your way out of sickness. Shout your way out of poverty. You say, brother, pastor, why I have to be shouting? I'll tell you why you have to shout. You remember when they were fighting the battle of Jericho. AK-47 didn't do it. Military tanks didn't do it. F-15... Fighters didn't do it. The Bible says on the seventh day, they marched around seven times. And the Lord told them, open your mouth and shout. And when the people shout, the walls come trembling down. I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but I got some walls that need to come down in my life. I'm going to shout my way out of trouble. I'm going to shout my way out of trial. I'm going to shout my way out of poverty. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so.
me say a few more things to let you go. I know my time is up. Number five kind of praise is called Tehillah. What did I call it? Tehillah. It simply means sing. Please don't let the worship team sing for you. Nobody know like you know what God has done for you. The worship team, they are just our cheerleader. They are to help you and me to sing. Not to sing to us. I took early years of my ministry here teaching the team. No, I don't need your entertainment. Help the congregation to worship. Oh, they've come a long way. Well, isn't it amazing? Many of you are still quiet most Sunday morning. Jehoshaphat was faced with enemies. What grace my heart. I don't mean to make this a racial sermon. What grace my heart. I see so many things my people go through here in America. But I see how we let go. I thought when it comes to sport, the black people on top. I thought when it comes to praise, the black people on top. But now we're getting too sophisticated. You come to the house of God, you're so sophisticated. You cross your leg. As if the Lord didn't wake you up this morning. You cross your leg and you giggle and you're laughing at other people dancing. Every now and then you might have one or two people who get excited before the Lord. And I'm sitting there and say, Lord, what am I missing? How did we allow? You know, in the black church, my white member, please don't get upset. You see, maybe it's true with white folks too. We used to have what we call congregation. So, you ever thought, why are we singing congregation? So that everybody can open their mouth and say something about the goodness of the Lord. Jehoshaphat, three to one, the enemies, they gang up on him. Guess what the Lord told him to do? Get your choir together and put your choir in the front. This battle is not yours. This battle is the Lord. Tell your choir, sing. Every now and then you see me do that here. I say, baby, sing. When they say this about, I say, no, no, don't worry about what they say. Sing. The Bible says, when they begin to sing, the enemies turn against each other. Oh, I wish I can testify with you or something. I've seen my enemies cross themselves. I've seen them just, just, just vaporize. How are you going to beat your enemies? Your victories in your praise. What did I say? Victories in your praise. Deliverance is in your praise. Salvation is in your praise. You got to open your mouth and bless God. 
David said, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Everything within me. Bless his holy name. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 says, teach and admonish one another. In psalms, in hymns, in spiritual songs. Now you wonder why churches are weak? Ephesians chapter 5 verse 13 through verse 19. It says, speak to yourself. In psalms, in hymns. In spiritual song. How many times did God have to say the same doggone thing? Let me rush through some of this. You have to come back at 10 o'clock for me to finish. Zama is a type of praise. Where you use instruments. Isn't that something? You see my brother here? That's what he's doing. He's Zama. You see my brother there? You see my brother there on the drum? That's what he does. You see my... Ah. <laughs> Praise the Lord anyhow. All these people on the instruments... That's what they do. You got to summer God. And you know what? You might say, Brother Pastor, I don't play no piano. I can play piano like, 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 like Brother Mart. I can play no organ like Brother Terrence. Yeah, you put me on the drum. I can play like Julian. How am I going to summer God? Because there's a type of blessing that comes with that. Let me tell you how we do it in Africa. See, we don't have enough money to buy all this stuff. You see, that, that organ Terence is playing, believe it or not, that's 32000 or so. There ain't no cheap stuff. You feeling me? So what do you do? When you ain't got no guitar, no drum set, you turn your hands into an instrument. Come on, let's try it right now. Just talk. This is an instrument. You see? You see how? Can you hear the sound? You turn, you turn your feet. You see, this is how we do it in Africa. You see them? And man, when they start to hit the floor, we're not, we, we don't have all this fancy carpet like you have. When they start to hit the floor, you'll be hearing some sound. Some rhythm, some syncopation. You say, oh my God, how are these people able to do this? You turn whatever you have into an instrument. Let me say this in conclusion. See, there's a kind of praise. If you don't believe me about this summer thing, go home, read Psalm 150. You see, you start out, you see, it tells you where to praise God. Praise God where in the sanctuary. Praise God where in the firmament. See, the Bible is not complicated. Verse number two, it tells you why you should praise God. You see,
praise him because of his mighty acts. Am I still in the book? He said, praise him because of his excellent greatness. Then verse number three, it tells you how to praise him. He said, look, praise him with trumpets. Praise him with symmetry. Am I still in the book? He said, praise him with harp. Praise him with timbre. Praise him with a dance. When was the last time you danced? Many of you dance at the, at the nightclub. Don't raise your hand. But when it comes to dancing before God, oh, I'm too old for that. That's why you're still broke. You're too old to be blessed. That's why you're still sick. The Bible said, praise him with a dance. Then he told you, who should, who should be doing this? Verse number five. He said, everything that has breath. So you can say, oh, no, the seniors are not included. You can say, well, the Baptists are not included. Everything that has breath. Another kind of, another kind of praise is called Michaela. That's when you dance before God. I don't have enough time. But you remember David. He danced before God. And you have to learn to dance out of trouble. And dance out of your pain. And dance out of your sickness. Somebody was laughing at David. That somebody was cursed that day. Stop making fun of people that are dancing in the house of God. You don't love the people that dance in the nightclub. Why will you dare be making fun of people dancing here? Are you feeling me? Learn to dance your way out of trouble. Let me say this in conclusion. Halle is a type of praise. Is, is the most powerful kind of praise. You know what that means, ladies and gentlemen? Is the root word for hallelujah. It's called crazy praise. Silly before God. You lose your cool before God. Extravagant kind of praise. Ladies and gentlemen, even the Jews will call it teruah where you are free and unrestrained. Do you know the biggest demon to our praise in the churches? We're not free. You're worrying about who is looking at you, who is talking about you. But when you get to the point that you lose control and you just flow free. And let me say this. Oh, Jesus, I'm rushing. Do you know many of you, religion, what it did to you and me is that it say you wait until the spirit hits you. While you're waiting for some spirit to hit you, God is waiting for you to get loose before God. To get down before God. Ladies and gentlemen, we have many examples, but I don't have time. 
You remember Miriam? Miriam was just one sister. Israel was crossing through the Red Sea. Am I still in the book? And Pharaoh's army. Have you ever been in a situation where you can see the enemy on your job? You can see what they're up to. Even in the family. Sometimes they are in-laws and outlaws. Cousins and nephews that cannot stand you. The more you try to put things together, the more they tear things apart. I'm trying to help somebody here. That's Pharaoh. Sometimes they come with an army. And Israel, scared, panic. We're in trouble. But the grace of God sustained them. They cross in dry ground. Am I still in the bull? But the enemy perish in the water. When Miriam saw what happened, he grabbed her a tambourine. He are getting in trouble again. I believe Miriam is a black sister. I, I can prove it. Sister Greg got her a tambourine. And when she began to dance, a million people start to praise God. One person can make a difference. I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but when was the last time that you get crazy before God? When was the last time that you get down before God? When was the last time that you get happy before God? When was the last time that you praise God to the point that your weak fall out? The Bible says, David's club was coming up. He was so strong in praise. Your praise is no praise until it gets on somebody's nerves. I got to stop. Stand up. This clock is not friendly to me today. I don't know what you come to do. Where are my worship to bring them back? I'm going to ask the worship team to lead us, give us another opportunity just to praise God. Praise Him your own way. I don't know if you're going to sing. I don't know if you're going to shout. I don't know if you're going to kneel. I don't know if you're going to dance. I don't know if you're going to get crazy before God. But we have incredible opportunity. This is a world church. And all of you are getting get understanding. But don't just get understanding. Put it to work. If you work it, it will work. As the worship team lead you, don't miss the opportunity. Position yourself. Position your children. Position your family. Position your future. Press him in, the, in advance. Those of you who are watching with us, you can join us too. I invite you to join us in praise today.
You don't have to be in the building right where you are, in your kitchen, in your bedroom, in the shower. Maybe you're on the highway listening. Get down before God. Praise God with all your heart. And let me invite all of you on your way out. We don't have time to be passing the plate. The ushers are there. If God has been good to you, one way you show your gratitude is in giving. Those of you at home, you say, oh, how can I partake in that? Yes, you can. Go to our website, zionhill.com. There's opportunity for online giving. Nobody should be left out when it comes to worship, when it comes to praise, when it comes to prayer, when it comes to giving. It's an opportunity for all of us to position ourselves to be blessed. I pray that God will bless you. I pray that God will open the eyes of your understanding. I pray that God will give you enablement that you become a praiser. Every day of your life should be a day of thanksgiving. And the more praises God, blessings will come down. That's my prayer for you today. It is so. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's welcome our worship team one more time. Praise the Lord. Can we act like we are free just like the man of God just stated just for a second? Clap those hands. Come on. Using his instruments. So far. Hey. We gotta act like we're free this morning. I wanna clap a little louder than I did before. And I wanna sing louder than I did before. So
Oh! 